25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yeah, buddy. Here we are and here we go. Live with you on the radio. Calm down, Matt. It's early. It's early in the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. Hometown heroes, that local insurance agent with Farm Bureau. Somebody you get to know face-to-face, one-on-one, cell phone-to-cell phone, person-to-person. The way that it ought to be and the way that it is with Farm Bureau Insurance. We also, here on the show, stay connected to you around the clock because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, Seaspire, customer inspired. Welcome in. I'm Matt. Beaver is here. And before we even started the show, ladies and gentlemen, I have amazed one Ben, better known as Beaver. I'm going to start calling you better known. That's <laughs> what I'm going to start calling you, Beaver. I'm going to start calling you better known because you're better known as. Hey. Tell them what I sent you a picture of there, sir. Oh, Matt Wyatt <laughs> says to me, I said, hey, how you doing? He says, oh, man, I'm great. I'm drink or I'm I'm holding a Bob Ross positive energy drink. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey, and um, I don't know if I'm supposed to ask you this on the air. I'm assuming it's OK. How old are you, Beaver? Uh, let's see. Some I, I honestly forget. <laughs> I honestly forget sometimes. I am 37. 37. Okay, so you're plenty old enough to know who Bob Ross is, to have watched Bob Ross paint uh, when he did his painting and stuff. So I just, you know, wanted to clear the air on that. Yes, I was in, like, there's this, uh, It's this has been a while back that we went to the store, probably two, three, four weeks ago. It might have been a, even more than that, a month ago. And uh, my daughter, she likes to go to this store that's in Tupelo, and everything in there is $5 or less. I think the name of the store is Five Below, and uh, we love to go in there because everything's cheap, and you can get like snacks, but you can also get lots of candy and and you know pens and pencils and stuff. She loves to do paints and all this. So anyway, we're in there, and on one of the shelves, there it sits, a can. It's an energy drink can, long and slender, 160 calories per serving. That'd be one whole can, 12 fluid ounces here, of Bob Ross positive energy drink and there's his picture on the front i'm not going to drink it it's like one of those bear bryant coca-colas from back in 1984 <laughs> it's it's made for looking at beaver it ain't made for drinking <laughs> yeah because it's got Bob ross's smiling face on it. you need to tweet that picture out because okay. that can that's 
that's hilarious to me. There you go. Well, there it is. I'm going to tweet the picture. I sure am. Hey, and uh, in Beaver, in about one or two minutes from now, we'll get Steve Robertson on the phone. I typed the number in over there for you. Let me know if you can't see it. Uh, we're going to talk with Steve because they had some big recruiting news for Mississippi State football last night. But look, listen, everybody. Yeah, you had recruiting news, so that's coming up on the show. We're not going to miss that. There's a reason that I tweeted out, this is an an also here, there's a reason that I tweeted out a little while ago, other than Andy and Barney, you can't answer those two, what's the greatest character on the TV show, The Andy Griffith Show? There is a reason that I tweeted that. We're going to get to that too. All you have to do is hang in there. We have a story that is sports-related having to do with livestock that escaped. That's on today's show. Man, I'm telling you, this show is packed. Steve Robertson coming up from 24-7 Sports, talk a little recruiting. Later on the show, John Cohen, Athletics Director Mississippi State, he's going to fill us in, answer a few questions about this rewarding of eligibility back to spring sport athletes that had their seasons canceled. That is coming up. There's more. The NFL has voted to expand its playoff to 14 teams. Yeah. You got a chance, Cleveland. (laughs) You got a chance, Tampa. They've expanded the playoff, right? So there's just gobs and gobs and gobs, I think, of fun and interesting stuff in this show today on Hump Day. Hump Day! Yeah, I got coffee in the thermos from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Get your coffee yeah, there. Order it online. It's highpointroasters.com. Highpointroasters.com. Come on. Another plug here. Check out my hat. The one covering my bald head. It is new to me. Straight out of the box from my friends at the Mississippi State University Golf Course. It is retro. They have a full stock of retro Mississippi State hats at the Mississippi State University Golf Course like this one. Maroon on the front. Tan on the back, and it just says Mississippi State Bulldogs across the front. So if you like it, you can get one there at Hale State GC on Twitter at Hale State GC. And hey, listen, are you sleeping well at night? You sleeping okay? Well, you can sleep better, and I want to remind you of that. Just go to nestandwild.com. It's a great Mississippi company making all American-made mattresses from the top of the mattress to the bottom of the base. All American-made. Every mattress they have, from twin size to the biggest one, California King, everyone is 12 inches thick. Not the 8-inch or the 10-inch mattresses that you're sleeping on now that you buy elsewhere. 12 inches, all of them. High-quality mattresses that you order online at nestandwild.com from a great Mississippi company that are benefiting with every sale of every mattress. They are benefiting cancer research with the Jason Mott Foundation. You order it online, nestandwild.com. It shows up on your doorstep three to five days later, and you can sleep on it for up to 99 nights 
while you make a decision. That's nestandwild.com. All right, recruiting, recruiting, better known as recruiting. Yep, we had some recruiting news yesterday. Steve Robertson, kind enough to give us a little time here on a Wednesday to fill us in on some details. It's a namesake for Mr. Robertson. Here's what we mean by that. Steve Robertson on your radio right now. Steve, namesake, quarterback, any relation to this kid who committed to Mike Leach yesterday? <laughs> well, none, none that I know of, but, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you do your ancestry and you find out everybody in the continental U.S. what your name is supposed to be related. So we'll claim him. You know, I, I got a lot of cousins out there I won't claim, but I'll claim this one. So. boy. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, Sawyer Robertson, a quarterback from the state of Texas. That's about all I know, but he said he's going to be a Bulldog. What do we need to know? What do you know about him, Steve? Well, he's one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the history of Mississippi State recruiting in the modern era. Of course, that you know that that goes back several years now. You know, I mean, I guess one could argue that Melvin Barkham might be the highest-rated quarterback of all time, and ultimately he ended up playing receiver here at State. But uh, yeah, he, this is a big-time guy. This is a uh, we've currently got him rated as the number seven pro-star quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. Four-star guy had offers from Texas and TCU and USC and many, many others was a Mike Leach target prior to him getting the job here at Mississippi State. And that's the drawing card. I mean, if a lot of people say, oh, he's coming to Mississippi State, yes. But this is a byproduct of the Mike Leach offense, the Mike Leach uh, coaching system. And so that's the drawing card. And I believe this is the kind of quarterback you're going to see regularly. And I had a chance to speak to Coach yesterday, not about recruiting, but it's about how he manages the quarterback room. And he expects to have four scholarship quarterbacks and two walk-ons that are capable of playing every single year. So they're going to be very aggressive recruiting quarterbacks every single year. Well, and heck, man, I mean, that would make a lot of sense, right, with the amount of transfers and and everything that we've seen. So so help me uh, square this out year for year in my head. You have K.J. Costello coming in with one year. You have a quarterback coming transferring in from Vanderbilt. How many years does he have left? Well, he may have two. He's applying for a waiver to be immediately eligible, but he's a walk-on guy. But uh, you're talking about Alan Walters there from, from Vanderbilt. But, yeah, he is uh, he's currently a redshirt freshman, so he would be a redshirt sophomore next year. Okay. Did you, if, what, if he gets his waiver. At Walters. And what's his first name? Did you say Alan? Alan. Okay. All right. So not quite an upperclassman, but that's another guy in the mix. Um. We obviously know the players that are coming back, including Garrett Schrader. In turn, all right, and then in this past signing class, you had uh, you signed the the quarterback uh, Rogers from Brandon High School. Was that the only QB in the class? Well, it's KJ. You see, you signed two, and, that, and that's what's crazy. In okay. ninety days, Mike Leach has has basically secured five quarterbacks in ninety days. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's. It, it is apparent that he is going to get his guy and this quarterback room is about to undergo a pretty massive overhaul. Well, it really is. And they're adding numbers in there. And and this kid, Sawyer Robertson, is a 2021 player, right? Yeah, and you've got two commitments for this class. Daniel Greek committed very, very early. Matter of fact, I think he was the first 2021 commitment of the Mike Leach era. But he understood from the very beginning this is going to be a two-quarterback class 
Um, and so I think that says a lot about both of them because it's kind of rare to get that guy in the springtime to be a two quarterback guy. You know, most quarterbacks want to be the guy in their class. And, uh, I think it says a lot about Mike Leach's relationships with these kids. Both of them he had recruited at Washington State. And so this is a, a great situation for State because you benefit from these pre existing relationships with some, a couple of big time quarterbacks out of the state of Texas. Yeah. Steve Robertson on your radio right now. He is at Scout Steve R on Twitter. Steve, I've wondered, you know, it's 20, you're 24 7 sports now with Gene's page. I've always wondered if you were going to change that Twitter name at some point. You ever think about it? No, not really. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's, it's kind of like my phone number. I mean, I've, I lived in Starkville now since 14. I've still got a Baton Rouge phone number. You know, like so yeah. many people kind of, yeah, it is. Once you get branded with those names and numbers, it's difficult to change. I wonder if Stark Villain is taken. I don't know. Do you want it? <laughs> I don't know that it would necessarily apply to me. Yeah, I'm a, we but, don't use the same barber. So maybe yeah. not, so. <laughs> no, we don't. I am my own barber. Matter of fact, wouldn't that be a great um, song title? I need to write that one out. A comedic song, you know, a satire deal. I am my own barber. Um, I'm just curious. No, I mentioned the book. How's the book coming along? That's doing great. It's been on the Mississippi bestsellers list uh, just about every week for the last five months. And so it's still doing well. And you can still find it at great bookstores around the state or at starkvillainsthebook.com. And as you know, I'm already working on the sequel. I'll start writing that next week. Uh, how often does John Grisham call you and just to, you know, converse and powwow uh, and exchange ideas? Well, I mean, I had to block his number. I mean, at some point, you you got to have some distance between yourself and your fans, you know. And so, now, as I say, it's, it's one of the greatest honors, man. It's like when, when Flim Flam debuted at number one, you know, Grisham's Camino Island had been number one, I think, for about four months. And so then all of a sudden, there's my name and his name. And I, I, I told my wife, I said, clip that out and frame it. I may never have this again. And unfortunately, Villains has done really well, but Grisham helped me off. I never went to number one with Villains. And so... It's still anytime it's anytime you're mentioned in that company, it's it's good stuff. So yeah, hey, uh, back to the quarterback thing. There was one um, thought that I expressed on this show yesterday, and in an interview last night, I was doing with this guy down in Florida. We were just talking about quarterbacks around the league, and it, it it hit me that look, nobody is thankful for what's going on with the coronavirus. We're not going to look at it and go, well, it's a good thing because it's not. But we are looking for positives. Steve, the fact that if you're just looking at football, the fact that spring practice for Mississippi State could potentially be pushed back. You could have team OTAs or something like that in the summer. If it happens, it means that K.J. Costello gets to go through it, whereas beforehand he wasn't going to get to, at least not all of it. Is is that... Does that carry a lot of weight? Do you think that's worth spending time thinking about or pointing out? I asked Mike Leach that same question yesterday. And, uh, you know, because I, like everybody else, I wasn't exactly sure what the dynamics are going to be with with KJ. He was supposed to finish his coursework actually tomorrow. His final class uh, to finish up at Stanford is tomorrow, and he'll be done. And then uh, the plan was he was going to move here April 3rd and then join the team. And Leach says he would have been able to go through really the second half of spring practice. Okay. So 
he would have had the benefit of work. Because I'm like you, I was thinking, well, if he doesn't show up until June, you know, he can't participate in the practice. This is almost a silver lining, and you hate to use that terminology, but you could say, you know what, in in the long term, playing the long game here, if you've got KJ's able to get the benefit of all those practices, and I think maybe perhaps your team's a little bit better prepared for the season. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think you can look at it in that respect. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is he was going to be able to get some practice time with the team, and certainly that would have been a little more ideal than what we're dealing with now. But Leach tells me that he, he believes we're going to play. You know, they're still kind of figuring some things out. And this next month, of course, is very, very important. But uh, he still expects us to have some practice time and, and uh, to be able to play football this year. Sure. Steve, um, with all these, you got transfers coming in. So Costello, a guy who's, you know, he's a walk-on classification, but coming in from Vandy. Uh, signees, you know, you got a young guy who will be here in a couple of years if he hangs on to his commitment who's – the high, the highest recruited kid in the in the school history at that position. What do you think that Garrett Schrader is thinking right now? You got any ideas on that? You know, you know, it's just speculation. You know, but my hope is is perhaps you can get the red shirt year back for Garrett. You know, because he had the uh, you know postseason ankle surgery and kind of got himself back. He, he played the second half of the year banged up, and uh, and you know from experience, I mean that's. Some of that's par for the course of college football, but you know he hurt his ankle against Auburn and kind of dealt with that the rest of the year. And so you get the benefit of perhaps redshirting him and getting that year back, letting him get completely healthy because you know it wasn't too long ago this is the guy that had labrum surgery, you know, after his junior season. And so you get him healthy, give him a chance to acclimate and kind of learn the scheme. And then KJ, who's really a stopgap guy this year, he graduates. Then you've got an open quarterback competition. So I don't think Garrett Schrader's looking at this and thinking, hey, this is a no-win situation for me. As a matter of fact, I think he does fit the offense. There are a lot of people that I think don't fully appreciate how good a passer he is and can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think under Mike Leach's direction, he is a guy that is very much capable of running this offense. Yeah. Well, I think he definitely has the arm. You know, it's just a matter of, um, you know, learning the offense and getting where you can kind of master it. And and really, I guess, I wonder in your talks with Mike Leach, and this is the last thing, Steve, if you get an indication of kind of what he's going to put those quarterbacks through, uh, what it's going to be like for them. Have y'all talked about what's going to happen when the quarterback competition kicks up? Well, I think they're still kind of figuring all that out. I think most people kind of fully appreciate the fact that KJ Costello didn't sign at Mississippi State to, to hold a clipboard, and I, I'm confident that's what will happen this year. But then, you know, one of the things I thought that he said was rather interesting. You know, wants to have the four scholarship quarterbacks and two walk-ons that are capable of play. And if you look at his history, he has had walk-ons that have been starters. Mm-hmm. You know, these are guys that have have come in, and and, uh, and he tells me that you know once they get here, they're here. You know, he wants guys that are, that are capable of competing. And one of the things that I, I thought he said was real interesting is not just guys that want to compete, but he wants guys that need to compete. And I think we can all admit that's probably – there's a different cut there. There's some guys out there that just kind of it, – it's kind of their identity. And so I, I think all of us can be very spirited, and they'll wrap it all out. And he did share that uh, he doesn't like hearing a lot of quarterbacks because you can't get reps for everybody. He only wants to really allocate reps for guys that are capable of playing. So. Yeah, yeah, it's really going to be fascinating once we get into it, whenever that is. And uh, but Steve, I appreciate you coming on. Wanted to kind of learn a little bit about the commitment yesterday, and it does stand out that maybe the highest, uh, the highest ranked recruit at that position ever 
I didn't know that prior to talking to you. That's why I have you on, man. Thank you. Always. Take care, brother. All right. You too. Talk to you soon. That's Steve Robertson on your radio on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. They are your Kubota dealer. Yeah, they say you Kubota. Now, they also have others. New Holland tractors, so there's some blue on the lot. Toro and Red Max, those are red, I believe. But a lot of orange with Kubota. And get this, right now going on at Divinity Equipment, Highway 51 in Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. Listen up, Jackson Metro. 90 days, no payments on all Kubota equipment. That's what they've got going on right now at Divinity. 150 days, no payments. Right now, uh, on Red Max and on the right standing mowers and the Toros. So you can go get a mower. You can go get equipment from all those different brands at Divini. And, man, there's we don't know, but there's a chance that we're playing football by the time you have to make a payment. Now's a great time to shop. That's a big old huge sale. All right, more about, you remember what I said a minute ago about livestock? I got a story about livestock escaping that's sports related. <laughs> right, we're going to have some fun with it. I'm going to get to that and tell you what those details are and get to all your texts. I appreciate the texts from Jay and Mailman and Bama and Nick and Scotty. I want to get to all those next on the country pleasing text line. Stick around, just getting started. on the show I'm Matt Beaver's here as well you can be a part of the show I hope you will shoot me a text on the country pleasing text line country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast it's all made and smoked and packaged and shipped from right here in Mississippi Florence Mississippi Right along Highway 49, right there, you've been to it or been by it, the uh, Country Meat Packers plant. It is the best sausage. They don't put any junk in there, no quote-unquote parts. It's all hand-picked hams and bacons and pork loins, and that's what makes up the sausage. That's why it's so good. And I did. I ate the last bite of that uh, jalapeno and cheddar country-pleasing that I had. Ate the last bite this morning. So I, I got to go find some. I'm sort of addicted. Coffee and sausage every morning. Still losing weight. I'm. I'm now. I'm a. I'm over 20 pounds down. I'm approaching 30. It's in sight. All right. So y'all text me on the country pleasing text line 885 ESPN, or call me on the Divinity phone 995-1059. Love to hear from you. Flowwood. Y'all got. In trouble. No, I shouldn't put it that way. Flowwood, they locked you up. And, uh, you know, I guess 
It's one of those things a lot of people around the state looking, going, well, why, why isn't my city doing this? Saw this last night as uh, this order, executive order from the mayor of Flowood, Gary Rhodes, last night on the 31st, Tuesday. All personal care, grooming businesses, including but not limited to barbershops, beauty salons, nail salons, spas, massage parlors, <gasps> tattoo parlors, exercise studios, fitness centers, and facilities, cross-training gyms, gyms, and other similar businesses shall close. All places of public amusement and recreation facilities, whether indoors or outdoors, including but not limited to parks, libraries, Skating facilities, bowling alleys, children's uh, children party and play facilities and movie theaters shall close. All restaurants, this is Flowood, with or without drive-in or drive-through services, may only provide takeout, pickup, delivery, or drive-through services. There shall not be inside or outside dining or available sitting areas for the public. That handed down from Mayor Gary Rhodes last night in Flowood. So just take note. There it is. Lockdown. Hey, look here. On the Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN, Scotty said this. I love this. He texts me. Scotty says, Matt, I'll have to say you're 100% correct about Farm Bureau. My agent's Bob Atkins in Madison. Great guy. I've gotten to know Bob a little bit. And he said uh, he has many clients, and he called my mother to check on her out of the blue yesterday. Was not asked to do it, but did it because that's who he is. And that's who, that's who Farm Bureau agents are. I just thought I'd tell you that story because it made me feel proud. Well, you make me feel proud, too. But you're right. I tell you this. I've said it. Somebody way up the chain there in the Home offices for Farm Bureau Insurance in Jackson, they have done a great job hiring people in that company. They really have. Nick says, fun fact, Bob Ross painted the entire season of episodes in one day. That's incredible to think about. Incredible to think about. We have an unnamed texture on the text line that uh, puts a vote in for Ernest T. Bass as the greatest character on the Andy Griffith show, not named Barney or Andy. Lodge, that's hard to argue with that one. Hard to argue with it. Jackson Mailman says it's Otis. And then here's uh, Jay in Baltimore. It says... Um, that he watched the HBO Real Sports segment last night that highlighted a youth girls baseball team that's having real success against an all-boys team. And the show focused on how baseball is a boys' sport. He says, two facts that I took away. One, the Lords of Little League created softball around 1974 to push girls out of baseball. Two, a league of their own is the top five, is in the top five of greatest, movie, greatest movies ever. And he says, John Cohen can confirm that. Look, it's a great movie. I want to go back and watch it. You know what? Doggone it, Jay. You're exactly right. I was sitting here just a little bit ago thinking about movies that I want to list out of either going back and watching again with my daughter, who's eight years old, or things that I've seen that I like from back in the day that she's probably never seen. 
especially stuff that maybe I saw when I was a kid. Last night we watched the original Mary Poppins together. And I know there's some things in a league of their own that we can't, you know, watch, but we could say, okay, cover your eyes or maybe find a TV version. I would love for her to see that movie. I need to go back and watch it again to see how age appropriate it is. Cause it is. And the part played of, you know, the manager played by Tom Hanks is really good. No crying in baseball. That's good. Madonna's in that movie. Everything. Okay. I'm getting Andy Griffith later. I promise you why I'm bringing that up, but I need to bring this up first. On this day in 2002, it is April the 1st, obviously. Therefore, it's around or near opening day. I think the first time that they played a baseball game as opening day of Major League Baseball prior to April 1st was like in the mid-90s. But for years and years, I mean, April 1st marked the start of baseball, right? And uh, right around it, depending on how the week fell. And it was always that the first game would be played in Cincinnati. It was something about Cincinnati and the Reds. It was just always like baseball opened up in Cincinnati. Well, this is back in 2002. A cow named Cincy Freedom, who escaped, jumped, defense, said, See ya, I'm out. Cincy Freedom, appropriately named Cal, I didn't get the name afterwards, evaded capture for 10 days after jumping a six-foot fence to avoid you-know-what. <coughs> the cow was excused from her regularly scheduled appearance in the Reds' traditional opening day parade, and then the Reds got a 5-4 to four walk-off victory over the Cubs at Synergy Field. This is 0-2. Now, the type of cow, y'all, am I saying this right? Am I saying it right? Is it Charolais? Or is it Charolais? Or I think it's Charolais, isn't it? Or is it Charolais? I think it's Charolais. Cow. It's a type of cow it is. After receiving a key to the city, the cow is deemed too jumpy to participate in the Finley Market activities as a part of the parade. <laughs> Why am I telling you this? The story got out that it was a good luck cow for Cincinnati because it jumped a six-foot fence and they couldn't find a thing for 10 days. And it was supposed to be in the parade on opening day. They finally caught her, him, her, it, and said, well, no, that cow's too jumpy to be in the parade. And then became even more famous because they've written a children's book that is a bestseller based on the true story of Cincy Freedom. You can get it at Amazon. The name of the book, Cincy Freedom, A Cow's Story. Beaver, I love stories like that about animals that have an enlightenment. <laughs> Charlotte's Webb, you know, she's speaking English. A cow realizes what's about to go on and jumps the fence. I love those stories. It reminded me a little bit of how into Parks and Rec I became back when Little Sebastian was on there. And Andy sang a great song about Little Sebastian. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You remember this, Beaver? 
I do. It's actually a pretty good song. And the actor, what's his name? Um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt actually sang this. It's pretty good. Listen. You take a running leap and you learn to fly. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Miss you in the saddest fashion. <laughs> Come on! You're 5,000 candles <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> I mean, the music is good. The lyrics are hilarious. Little Sebastian. Y'all remember that? They had a little uh, Shetland pony horse on Parks and Rec mascot thing that was untouchable and was a good luck charm for the entire city. But little Sebastian couldn't jump the fence and escape his fate. And he kicked the bucket. So they wrote a song and had a parade and everything for him. <clears throat> little Sebastian. Lots of, if you read baseball history, today is supposed to be opening day or yesterday was. If you read baseball history, lots of strange things have happened around opening day of baseball. Okay, uh, hey, coming up next, there is a cancellation in the sports world that you need to know about. And finally, I'm going to get to those Andy Griffith details because I know Beaver cannot wait to hear me talk about Andy Griffith. (laughs) Y'all stick around. Shoot me a text on the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Give me a call on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and Jackson. Here's the number 995 1059 601 995 1059. Hello to everyone watching on Facebook. The live stream right now on the uh, Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. That's me. So check it out. You can, If you look at the stream there on Periscope, Twitter, or Facebook, you'll see my new hat. The retro hats from the Mississippi State University Golf Course. I got a couple of them, and man, I love this one. It's got tan on the back, kind of khaki tan color mesh on the back and the front, and Bill is maroon. And it's got that old school Mississippi State Bulldogs in a script across the front. You don't see it too much. I like it. So y'all hit them up. Get you a hat like mine at the Mississippi State University Golf Course. They are Hale State GC on Twitter. You know what the GC stands for? Golf course. History lesson. Not long ago, my man Beaver and Chris, they had a good laugh at Mike Spence on their radio show about how I 
enjoy looking back at the TV shows that I enjoyed as a kid and all that kind of stuff. And I'll play theme songs. And Beaver says something about the Andy Griffith show. They're doing dumb stuff like on there playing the Andy Griffith show song and whatever it was Beaver said. Well, you know what? Let's just all get a face full of this. Why don't we? Just get a, a mouthful of this. I don't care who you are. If your wood isn't wet, that lights your fire. Whistle along. On this day in 1969, the final episode of the Andy Griffith Show aired. The final episode of the Andy Griffith Show aired on this day in 1969. Now, every dadgum one of y'all, most of you, weren't born by 1969. You and I, we've been watching reruns our whole life and still are. Tell me another show that spent a longer period of time in rerun syndication than the Andy Griffith Show. None of them. Not Cheers. Couldn't have. Seinfeld, not yet. I dread the day this show goes away. If it ever goes away, I'm going away. <laughs> that may be more prophetic than I realize. Hey, let me give you another piece of advice, all you single fellas out there. If you're dating someone or married to them, and they don't, and that woman doesn't like the Andy Griffith show and can't watch it. Run! Get gone! It ain't gonna work out! <laughs> and that's the truth, man. Beaver, top 10 shows of all time on your personal list. Where does the Andy Griffith show rank? No. <laughs> you know, I have not developed a top 10. Okay. Right. I, I've, Is that your way of I don't of think I've made it past it? number... F <laughs> uh, I don't think I've made it past four, okay. actually. But let's see. Andy Griffith, I'll be honest with you, though, Matt. I'm not not kidding. You, you gave that intro, and yes, me and Chris, we did talk about that a couple weeks ago. But as soon as you started playing that, because I'm over here... I'm looking at some stuff on my phone. Right. As soon as that hit, I I may or may not, but definitely did start swaying a little bit in my chair. Yeah, you start back and forth I and did. tapping your toes. Man, it's just fantastic. I don't care who you are. You love it. And it's the, I mean, okay, so all these things, all these songs, these intros, these theme songs and stuff to shows, well, they are recognizable. Many of them are recognizable, you know, universally we know what some of them are sanford and son and some of the others but that one is the most recognizable theme show theme song to any tv show ever anyway it's a little mind-blowing to go man i know every one of these episodes and every one of them aired live before 1969 this is the last one on this day in 1969 so the debate is ongoing. My Twitter feed is full of retorts and answers and inputs.
So is the country pleasing text line. Other than Andy and Barney, who's the greatest character ever on the Andy Griffith show. I would say right now, just by sheer numbers of votes, Ernest T. Bass probably is the leader in the clubhouse at this point. I vote for Goober. I'm a fan of Goober, played by George Lindsay. And I know he didn't have as big a role as others, but I was just a big fan of his character. But also Ernest T. Bass. All right. Drug Dog is on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line right now. Let's chat it up with him. What's up, Drug Dog? Hey, man. What's going on? Excellent uh, topic today on a beautiful day uh, in Madison, Mississippi. It so is I I'd gorgeous. Call in and, and partake. Uh, well, I had a question for you. Um, what would be, and then I'll, I well, how about this? Otis is my favorite character <laughs> other than uh, Andy and Barney. I love Otis. Yeah. Otis and, the town drop. Uh, uh, well, you know, in college, when people would drink too much, you'd always say, man, he's pulling an Otis. So that, <laughs> that always got kind of, sure. right. um, got thrown around. But what would be your favorite Andy or specifically Barney uh, line that he said that you uh, that you can remember? Like mine would probably be, you know, nip it in the bud. And sure. you got to nip it in the bud. So <laughs> what would be your favorite line? Oh, that's a great question. Favorite line. Well, and help me, drug dog. Andy, the character of Andy, didn't have just like necessarily like, you know, catchphrases or anything like that. Um, no. But but certainly the the Barney of all the episodes, the entire show, the most recognized phrase from the show has to be Barney's "nip it, nip it, nip it." You got to nip it in the butt. I mean that line and that phrase <laughs> yeah, and that is great is the the one that probably transcends all of them you know but there's so many uh, I, I don't know um hey and look you, you know an iconic moment from the show talking about Ernest T Bass when he was trying to court Charlene and so he played the little song he made up by beating on the bottom of that water pan out in the yard you remember that yeah. You know, the lyrics of the song, the pot's too hot, so he jumps in the river and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's an iconic scene also. Yeah, I don't know if I have I, one, Drug I, Dog. One of my favorite ones, and I saw it the other day, was uh, uh, Barney was trying to uh, remember the preamble to the United States <laughs> of America. Yeah, and he, he was, give, was giving him hints, and his hair was all messed up. That, <laughs> that is absolutely comedy gold. It really is, because he didn't remember a single word of it. Not one single word of it. And Andy had to basically tell yeah. him the whole thing. And the whole sequence started by Barney guaranteeing Andy that he could quote it. And he kept getting hint after hint after hint. Next thing you know, he couldn't remember any of it. It was fantastic. Yeah, it, that is such, that is such a heartwarming, uh, great story. But I'll tell you this. When my, my dad was alive and I was in uh, the Delta, uh, my dad and I used to watch Sanford and Son for one hour. We would catch your back-to-back 30-minute episodes. So as many Andy Griffiths as I've, as I've seen, I probably have seen more Sanford and Son through the year. <laughs> well, and I, I just threw that out there about Andy Griffith's show being the, the most syndicated in rerun. But look, Sanford and Son would give it a run for its money. Uh, the Golden Girls will eventually give it a run for its money. It started much later, obviously. Um, but from that era, are there any other black and white television shows 
that are still running. I mean, you can turn it on like a network station, like your local CBS station in North Mississippi. You know what they have on uh, right after, uh, right before Wheel of Fortune or whatever it is? The Andy, right. Gri- the Andy Griffith Show right now. Okay, so it's not prime time, but it's obviously a rerun. I can't think of any other black and white shows that are rerunning at all on any network stations other than the Andy Griffith Show. I think you're probably correct on that. If I if I had to guess, yeah, um, yeah, it, it's definitely an American icon. So well, I'll let you run, but uh, yeah, it, when I years ago, my alias used to be uh, Julio Fuentes, which was the guy that lived next door to Fred Lamont. So, <laughs> Julio, you know, you, yeah. Julio Fuentes. So man, have a good day. Y'all All be right. safe out there. Take care. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, for the show. we're enjoying it. Thanks, Drug Dog. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, call me anytime. Julio Fuentes. Grumpy said, Matt, Perry Mason has a really long run. He said, he, Grumpy would say that Perry Mason won Andy Griffith Show 2. I mean, it can't be. Jay said, Andy Griffith Show is a close second of my parents is the most influential thing that shaped my life. And just to be clear, my parents were amazing. Think about that. Mayberry. I just want to go back to Mayberry. Coming up next, we're going to go back to Mississippi State. John Cohen, Athletics Director, will be here. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. 